Hello and welcome to another episode of The Philosophy Guy. So today's episode is a solo-based episode, so you'll just be hearing me again today. Uh, I've been having a trend of doing interviews, and I finally got another one of my solo-based episodes done. And this one is kind of shifting, uh, not shifting, but it's about the concept of the shadow that Carl Jung is, is famous for. And I'm using this as a way to kind of hopefully, or at least is how I understood it, help us like know ourselves by knowing our shadow and kind of the importance of that, explaining that concept and explaining how it comes about in the world and that type of thing. But so any any other news about the podcast I forgot to write down? Um, as always, yeah, you can check out the Patreon page for the bonus episode feed. You can help support the show by doing that. Uh, really helps put me more put more time in this, pay for the cost of the the podcast and the other ventures. Check out the publication, check out the YouTube. Uh, where else? Check out the Discord, follow me on social media. All those links should be below. Um, and yeah. Also, what was the, I think that was I think that's pretty much all the news. So I, I don't I like to keep my intro short. So anyway, let's get into Carl Jung's concept of the shadow and enter the labyrinth. Have you ever wondered how well do you really do you really know yourself? As Plato once said, know thyself, right? The famous two words. But why? Why the fuck should we care? Well, friends, hopefully I will do some convincing in this episode. So typically when we contemplate whether we know ourselves, the thoughts that come into our minds, or our desires, our, our values and beliefs about the universe, these characteristics we form around ourselves is our code, something the I we create for ourselves identifies with. That saying, you know, every, every man has a code. We all do. We all have that thing. You have a code that you see the world through and make decisions with. It's, it's the conscious ego. That code is customizable and changeable, in my opinion. It's, it's, it's essentially incomprehensible to not have a code to follow. It's your belief structure. So try, basically, try to make a decision without, without belief. The mere attempt in trying to do that is forcing your mind to create a multitude of beliefs around that attempt to not make a belief, to not act with belief. Beliefs are everything. It's that creation. Creation is basically everything, and creation comes into creating beliefs, and those beliefs turn into things. Beliefs turn into the to the world we see, the civilizations we see all around the world, all around the earth, started with creation. So maybe we should consider where some of that shit comes from, from, from inside of you, because 
Because as humans, we're, we're creation beings, right? We create things and all of those beliefs come out of us. But do we, are we fully aware of all those beliefs that we make decisions with? So what, what, what can we do with this awareness? We can ask ourselves, who am I? You know, that <laughs> seems pretty simple. That's, that's really the most reliable thing you have, knowing yourself and figuring yourself out. That's what you can do. Because at, at the end of the day, you can't actually have absolute certainty that the people you interact with around you, the voice I'm talking to you with, this podcast you are listening to, this could all be an automated simulation. I could be just an automaton. You know, I could just be basically an illusion to you. Maybe you're the only conscious being in the conceived universe, and the rest of us are just automatons. The only thing you can know is that voice in your mind, that voice that is listening to these words, maybe registering them, learning, wondering, you know, as we go here, or maybe creating beliefs about the host himself, moi, you know, or or thinking something along the lines of, ah, you know, that was a dumb way to phrase it, or this motherfucker thinks he's so smart, or, 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 huh, you know, this, this might be a nice podcast to fall asleep to because it's such a snoozle fest. That voice, that voice that is, is creating as I'm speaking these words at this moment, that is making judgments, it is trying to internalize certain things that I'm saying, and is, is just forming opinions about it, forming beliefs about it, about my voice, the way it sounds, the words that are coming out, that type of thing. I think I've, I think I've explained, <laughs> explained that concept. So yeah, we all create this belief system we follow, the identity of you. That is your moral code, your sense of duty, your sense of purpose, the identity that becomes the driving force for our action. But, it, but, but is that truly, is, is that stuff truly you? You know, from, from that identity, can you know thyself, right? Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> so ask yourself, have you ever done or said anything, anything on, on impulse, I mean, I asked you that question, but I guarantee you have. I have. If you haven't, then you are way more. You're way too aware of your own self that you probably shouldn't. You probably shouldn't be wasting your time listening to my podcast. (laughs) But that you regret. But like, have you ever done anything on impulse? You regret it afterward. You get frustrated and down on yourself. You scream in your head, "Why did I say that?" Out of out of like frustration. And if, and if that doesn't relate, think of a time where you had this this sudden emotional reaction out of maybe out of anger that had you wondering, you know, wh- why couldn't I control my emotions, my anger? Why am I filled with with such rage? You know, those moments are us coming face to face with our shadow self. So this is where we get into the concept of the shadow. So as as psychologist Carl Jung said of the concept, the shadow is a moral problem that challenges the whole ego personality. For no one can become conscious of the shadow without considerable moral effort. To become conscious of it involves recognizing the dark aspects of the personality as present and real. This act is the essential condition for any kind of self-knowledge. So... The best way I've understood this is it's trying to understand the parts of the mind that are locked away inside. Those pieces of you that kind of that kind of make you realize you're not, you're not really fully completely in control. You actually don't have a fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> the questions you make are based on factors not only beyond your control, but to some extent 
probably your identity's control, right? Those those aggressive impulses, taboo mental in- images, uh, uh, fears, even those weird thoughts that we all have that none of us probably that none of us want to talk about because we think everyone around us will think we're we're batshit crazy, you know, a crazy person. How many of those do we think? How many of those do we have? That is a weird thought, or you know. You know, think think like, well, that was that was kind of fucked up. Those those moments is what I'm talking about. How many of those do we cast aside, shrug off, and be like, ah, those are just those are just silly thoughts in my mind thought of. I don't need to wonder where those came from or what that actually means. It's it's basically whatever. Or or should we wonder where those come from and how much of that is subconsciously leading to some of our actions? So the shadow within all of us is the parts of us we deny in ourselves and cast out into our inner abyss. That abyss is the place within ourselves that our conscious ego has tried to forget about. We lock it up and throw away the key. Yet it's still there screaming, yelling, and demanding control over your actions. It demands attention from you. It wants attention from you. Because it's going to force you to (laughs) pay attention to it because it's driving some of your actions. See, seeing the shadow within us is difficult. It's in, it's in that black abyss of our mind that is difficult to enter as it's, it's hard to face. It's, it's, it's a constant effort to face it. Yet the judgmental creatures that we humans are, we are good at seeing those shadow traits in others. We, we become aware of the shadow and all of a sudden you just start, you know, you, you walk around, you have interactions with people, all of a sudden you start seeing it in people. But yet, we struggle to face it ourselves, the, the demons within us, in a sense. And so yet, the, the judgmental creatures that we humans are, we are good at seeing those shadow traits in others, but not ourselves. So think of, think of your favorite celebrities, or even public figures, public intellectuals, public whatever, people that have do social commentary, whatever it is. When a story of, let's say, cheating in a relationship, corruption, or, or simply a dis- public display of anger. I, I know Justin Bieber got a bunch of sh- shit for that, <laughs> to give you an example. That's just some examples. So the public quickly moves to pass judgment on those people. Oh, look at look how angry he is. He's just like, for example, in Justin Bieber. Oh, he's just an arrogant young kid. He's just the fame has got to him, and he's just just an angry, arrogant. He doesn't know how good he has it. That type of thing, or the corruption side, or you know, oh, they they're they've just been evil their whole lives. They came into office, and look at that. They just wanted to become a corrupt piece of shit. Or cheating in relationship. Oh, do they even consider how the other person felt? Do they even consider that before they did this and hurt the person that they claim to love? How many times we heard that narrative or some type of that narrative? Maybe I did a shitty job of explaining it, but how many times we heard that? How many times have we done that ourselves? So this judgment is a reaction that protects us from admitting to ourselves that those thoughts, those reactions and emotions, they lie within us. They, when I say that, it means those reactions, like let's say you were put in a situation where you were in the public display. Do you think you never act out of anger? Do you think you're not corruptible? Do you think you would never cheat in a relationship? And maybe you have. You are already aware of that. You're already aware we have these flaws, and I say flaws not with like a necessarily negative connotation. The flaws is also what makes for the positive trait. You can't have the positive without the negative, in a sense. So 
I guess my point is, is for Young, it, it is it's he wants us to be aware of that perceived darkness we see in others. That same darkness is is within all of us. We share in that. So this idea is what Young calls projection, is when we pass those judgments upon people. You see, our conscious mind wants to avoid our own shadow, yet our subconscious wants us to acknowledge that abyss of the shadow self. But instead of going into the abyss of our minds, our own shadow, we project and amplify the flaws of others. Kind of makes us feel better and almost indirectly thinks makes us feed our own shadow, but really doesn't address the shadow. It allows it to stay hidden, but allows it to still control us. So think of that friend that that becomes the victim in, in every situation where rather than admitting wrongdoing for once, they go they go land and sea <laughs> to create these extravagant justifications for being the the innocent person that should have no responsibility for their actions. Or a friend that constantly places judgments out of impulse. Or those, or those friends with quick tempers, or the people in your life with quick tempers. We all have a friend or someone we know or some acquaintance that, or maybe someone at work, at school, whatever it is, someone that gives off some of those, those traits. These are the shadow at work. We notice these shadow traits of aggression, you know, carelessness, materialism, hatred, envy, in the projection we create of others. But that projection becomes a reflection of you, a denial of the perceived inferior qualities and evils that we do not want to admit is deep within us, is in our own abyss. We set our conscious mind on the throne of our ego. So, so imagine that throne that I just kind of described there being a, you know, this like giant iceberg. Your ego is the tip floating above the water. That's that part you see of the iceberg. That unconscious mind is where the shadow lurks in the endless mountain of ice that lies beneath the the water crest. All that stuff, that's still part of the iceberg, but you don't really see it. You're not really aware of it. You know, If you don't look at it, you're not aware of it. So it lies beneath. It, it's controlling things. So to understand this, imagine a time you had a friend confront you about maybe a fault you have. We all have faults. I have many faults, right? Trying to work on those faults. Something as simple as arriving late to everything. Something I myself am working on. So when confronted, you are met with this overwhelming rage for a moment. That rage is from your friend hitting the iceberg beneath the surface. The nerves you weren't aware of. Thus, thus, lack control of. And I'm, and I'm not saying when, when you like become aware of this stuff, you're not going to have complete control. Like you're, you're still going to have those moments, but it's like when those moments come, you can almost like feel them coming and control your reaction a little bit better. And it's, it's, it's a life journey process. It's not something that's going to happen in like a week. Right. And it, it made sense for me by thinking of how many people we know that walk around with with unaddressed trauma or maybe a heartbreak, a death, uh, social anxiety that you know leads people to lashing out, all this stuff that leads people to lashing out. So maybe it's like a heartbreak that causes someone to treat future partners poorly, uh, a death that leaves you so devastated that you enter into kind of this destructive path. I've, I've seen this in family as well. Social anxiety that turns to anger that causes you maybe to lash out online instead. So all of this stuff 
that we know is common and destructive. We, we know both of these things. We know these kind of truths. It's like no shit has, has, or as to why we have so many, you know, wacky things going on, bad decisions being made and anger filled rage is plentiful. It's like, it's a no brainer when you take into account all of that unaddressed stuff that, you know, people lock away and throw away the key and it's still there. It's still driving parts of your action subconsciously just because we deny it. If we deny it's there, doesn't mean it's not there. You can't just wish it gone is what I'm trying to say. And that's what Carl Jung would say as well. It's not everything is light. I think that's that's a theme. It, it, it's not lollipops and rainbows. There's darkness in some form guiding people's decisions, right? So for Jung, when we deny the shadow though, the more control it has of your thoughts, actions, and reactions. So it's it's not saying the shadow is, you could make the shadow disappear. The shadow's there. The shadow is, is, is a part of you. But you can integrate it. And I think that's the main point for you. So as he said, everyone carries a shadow. And the less it is embodied in the individual's conscious life, the blacker and denser it is. And I put this quote in because it really resonated with me and, and helped me internalize it. So those projections we create that I mentioned earlier are ways of passing blame for those perceived negative emotions we have ourselves. So if we are not aware this is happening, we project our negative traits upon others, blaming them for our own shortcomings and our own lack of personal happiness. You know, you, you wonder, like, why, why do I feel like shit today? And what happens when you go out and... and Talk with people. If you're not having a good day, what happens with that? Just ask yourself that. And you know, the, the understanding of the shadow just gave me a thought of, and you know, a while back I did an episode arguing why we are not good as though humans are bad, like inherently. But honestly, I, I contemplate deleting that episode a couple times a month. It's, it's trash. It's fucking trash. It's not well thought out. I've changed my mind almost completely about it. But I leave it because, for one, <laughs> I want to show you some of my thought progressions and changes and, and evolutions. But not to sidetrack too much about that episode in particular, but it's a thought I had from that episode. So the shadow concept helped me understand, you know, it's not about determining if we are as a society or as individuals bad or good. I mean, first of all, what, what is bad or good? But also, I think the better understanding is knowing there's light and darkness inside all of us. There's good and bad in all of us. We are more complicated than the easy comparison of black and white we try to create of good and bad and light and dark. But all this is, is to say, okay, let's say you, you understand the concept of the shadow. You understand that it's inside of you. You, you resonate with the fact that you feel those impulses in some of your actions. But how do we work with our shadow? How do we integrate? How do we make it part of our whole being? So for one, we must become aware of it, dive into the abyss with it, and integrate it into the whole of our conscious ego. If we deny the shadow, we allow it to control us while providing our ego the illusion of control. So, so we must identify Possible origins for our shadow triggers, such as repressed trauma, pain, fear, and aggression. And, and that's a journey you have to take. It's, I'll, I'll give you some like insight of, into how, like, I'm not saying I'm, whenever I talk about this shit, I'm not saying I'm like a master of this. I'm 
trying to master my own self. I'm trying to figure out my own self. And as many of you know, that's why I do this podcast is it's like, hey, this is my journey. You can maybe learn something from it and integrate some of the things that I'm doing if you want. But I make it a point that I'm not an expert. I don't know everything. I'm constantly trying to learn. I'm constantly being humbled to how little I actually know. But I do think there's a place for saying these things and teaching these things and educating these things and wondering about these things publicly and being willing to admit when you're wrong and being willing to admit that you're not an expert. And I feel like the reason I want to do this is I, I've always looked for, a, and I feel like I'm getting sidetracked here, but I always look for a podcast that is, it's about that. It's about connecting with someone else that's listening to my voice that also is just trying to figure it out, that doesn't have... 30 years of studying philosophy and they kind of have a disconnect as to how to break some of these things down to say why it's important. And yeah, so and doing this type of so-called shadow work, which often gets is included in kind of the spirituality community, I don't think that's necessarily, they get to own that. I think the shadow is within all of us. And how I kind of work through that. So it would be an entire episode of ways to do this, but honestly, just sitting by yourself in a quiet room, just sit there, be aware of your mind, be aware of those random thoughts popping in. Even even the random thought of, oh, this is like, this is so boring or, or yeah, just uncontrollable thoughts, just being aware of that, right? Just consider, you know, I've, I've created this identity of me being in this meat suit what the fuck? What is that? Be like, whoa, I'm really in this bitch. So maybe you do what I said, or maybe you see a therapist, um, meditate, do some work, do some art. I didn't mean to say work. We all have to do work, unfortunately, but (laughs) write your thoughts down being, you know, just, it's just trying to peel back the layers of your complex onion, the onion being you, the layers upon layers upon layers. And let me tell you, that onion is also probably never ending. So have fun with that. <laughs> so, I'm having fun with it too, right? So we must then integrate our shadow by acknowledging those parts in our everyday lives. With this knowledge of those parts, only then can we unlock the wisdom that being aware of it brings. So, so instead of allowing fear to control us, Maybe we choose courage. Instead of pain, maybe we see an opportunity for strength. Instead of allowing the trauma to define us, we see it as an opportunity for understanding. So instead of allowing aggression to overcome us, we see it as an opportunity to find our passion. So this understanding bleeds into our interactions with others. Instead of of meeting other shadows with their own irrational shadow, we meet it with compassion by knowing it's a trigger They've not fully understood and integrated into themselves. So I'll close with with what Jung said beautifully about integrating your shadow into the whole and what that can bring for you. Such a man knows that whatever is wrong in the world is in himself. And if he only learns to deal with his own shadow, he has done something real for the world. He has succeeded in shouldering at least in an infinitesimal part of the gigantic unsolved social problems of our day. So... You see, changing the world begins with knowing yourself. Know thyself. That's what we can do. That's what we can do to, I think, help a little bit. And the reason I really want to do this episode as well is kind of that little tangent I went on about my podcast and the reason to do this 
is I'm trying to know myself. And as I try to know myself, I'm hoping as I try to do that, I can help the world in that journey just a little bit, just as much as I can. And I don't know how much I'm I'm actually doing that fully. I really enjoy some of the the comments and emails and feedback I get on my Discord, on my TikTok, all, all those places that people let me know that it is helping, that they're able to relate to the way I explain things. And that's what I enjoy hearing so that I know that I'm on the right track because I'm trying to learn how to better explain this stuff, not get too heady with it or not get too simplistic with it in the sense of over-explaining things and under-explaining things and also just in general oversimplifying things that needed a little bit more fleshing out. So that type of stuff. But as always, I really appreciate you all listening and tune in next time. And now, get the fuck out of my life. <laughs>